0: buyer here welcoming you to season three if you're new to the show i hope you'll subscribe on itunes or your favorite podcast app and let's get growing Listeners, have you heard my most recent interview with JM Fortier? Did you know that he started an awesome new venture called Growers and Company where they have a magazine that's printed that comes out twice a year that highlights the amazing farmers that he's taught personally. So you're going to learn from people who are putting his practices into place on their Farms. If you want to be a better farmer, you definitely want to subscribe to this magazine. That's going to be like a coffee table item on your shelf. And then the other thing, part of Growers and Company is he's created tools that he uses on his farm that he's like studied. You know, he got to travel all around the world when he wrote his book, The Market Gardener. If you don't have that, you absolutely have to get a copy of it, but he's, he's, he got to go travel to all these farms and then he would look at tools that they had in the hardware stores or using in these other farms, brought them back to his farm, you know, talked to a developer, came out with some really cool tools. Like he talks about his broad fork, the handles are just wood and that helps it make it light, but it's sturdy. It's just the exact kind of broad fork that I want. Um, and they've got other really cool weeders and different things. And then he's got farmware that he designed that will keep you dry and keep you out there. I know with my, one of my big barriers was my garden shoes. So he's got boots and just great things that are stylish, comfortable, but most of all, they're going to keep you warm and dry when you're out in your garden doing all that hard work. So growers and company, Growers.co. Check it out. Get something for your favorite gardener. Definitely get a small scale farmers are changing the world. T-shirt for your favorite farmer marker vendor. Do you belong to a CSA? I'll bet you want to get them a Christmas present this year. It doesn't have to be on time. I know it might be late when you're hearing this, but make sure you support growers.co. Their stuff is super affordable. The Canadian exchange right now, um, I just bought something for someone, um, a present for Kathy from the composters, because I go to her laughter yoga with her. And I think it said it was like $25 and then, it, but it only took $20 out of my bank account. So I, I probably shouldn't be talking about the Canadian exchange, but I know his things are affordable. I research broad forks and what they cost. I, you know, it it's a great deal. You will get so much use out of that tool. Um, so support growers and co. Hey, listeners, Jackie and Marie Meyer on the mic, February 5th, Friday, 2021, just finishing up editing my awesome interview with Erica Tucker, who is like, so I have taught over 700 students since 1998 when she was in my intro to education class with Mrs. Price, I'm pretty sure. And then the next year she was one of my first puppeteers. Now she is an adult with her own second grader and a toddler, and she's going to rock the mic when you hear this interview talking about her little greenhouse but I also want to remind you that tomorrow Petty Armbruster is really gonna rock the mic when and YouTube she has a presentation she's been working so hard on we have done several zoom calls this week in between her teaching full time um going through what she's covering the questions that people have been asking me over the years like she has this recipe for um building a garden like an ecosystem you the time to deal with pests is is now, when you're planting your seedlings. Like, because the Ziegler talked to me about that last year. Like, it's when you're planning, it's thinking about what plants you're going to bring in that are going to lure in those beneficials. Like, i no, your you, seed packets are selling out. Mike, I just got an email from Territorial. Your seeds are down in the mailbox. FedEx brought some of them yesterday. I also ordered from Botanical Interest Uh, And I ordered some raspberry and blueberry plants from Peaceful Valley down in California who like, I went online and then I asked them a question about um, mailing. And in the meantime, like almost all the raspberry plants were gone. I am telling you things out of stock, out of stock. Get your seeds ordered. You know, seeds in the stores are going to be very limited this year. They are selling out like crazy. So tomorrow morning on the free version of Grow Live, Patty will be going through... Seed starting. So if you're listening to Erica and you missed the webinar and you know, you'll be able to access the webinar. Patty's going to record it. So even if you don't, you can't join us live tomorrow, you can still pay the $37 and she will send you the link and you can watch the webinar at a later time. Um, but if you want to be on there live with us, it's, it, it is going to be short. Um, she's only going to answer f- do a short 15 minutes worth of questions. Um, but I, I guarantee you, like she is going to provide quality content that you don't want to miss about how to create an environment, how to deal with pest and diseases by following the steps, this recipe, she's going to go into more depth than she's gone into before Um, Watching the pictures really makes it all come together. It makes it make sense. It also does make you come up with questions while you're watching it. So when you're on live, you're more likely to get that answer how it pertains to you. So you don't want to miss it. $37 to join the webinar. Um, I hope you're inspired by Erica Tucker. I hope you're inspired by season three's guests. Uh, Erica was supposed to be my bonus anniversary episode yesterday, but like, oh my gosh. It seems like January was taking forever till the election, and then since 2020, 2021, January 20th, 2021, since the election was over, time is just flying. We woke up to a ton of snow this morning, but it's melting outside my window. Um, but up until like yesterday, it almost felt like you could plant in the ground. Like it's been springy here in Montana. I know new, you New Yorkers are... um You've got quite a bit more snow. A lot of you have been hitting... Getting storms. So um everybody's chomping at the bit. They want to know about when's the time to put seeds in the ground. When do I put them in my window? Mike was just telling me. And Patty's going to help me start my arugula seeds tomorrow. Finally... Um, but he said because the days are getting longer, we're getting more than 12 hours of daylight and the window. Like our house is like passive solar. Like Patty talks about her passive solar green house. So Mike designed this house where the living room wall is on the south wall so that we get that heat in the winter. The kitchen, he's like, there's already a stove in there. And that's where the wood stove used to be. So it was going to get heated. So the house is designed. So this side over here. With the passive solar, it keeps it warm in the winter. We cover it up with light curtains in the summer to keep it cooler. Um, but I, the point is, it is like the perfect time. Patty's gonna go through um, what seed, how to sprout some seeds tomorrow morning, and it, very quickly. She said it's like a two and a half minute video because the Grow Lives, the free version that she's gonna do every Saturday, are twenty minutes, and I will be setting a timer. <laughs> making sure it goes off and it's cut off at 20 minutes. And then I think if you join Patreon if she goes longer, you can get on there. I also I think there's also something like if you join the $20 Patreon um like she has these little categories like you're a seedling, you're a leafling, you're a whatever. I you might get the access to the webinars or you get a discount to the webinar, the paid versions. I don't know. I don't know how she does it all because to me, I go into Patreon and I just get overwhelmed. Like she seems to be master and YouTube too. So she's mastering that, but she's doing a great job. We already have, I think three or four people who have signed up on Patreon. So that's awesome to the grow live, but I'm not surprised because I, you know, this is why I wanted to have the Petty Armister fan club last year. So, maybe this is easier access for people. Um, but they sure seem to like it because, again, they're signing up for Patreon already. Um, we got so many questions last week. She's doing, um, you know, the longer live version that's more in depth with, um, uh, more specific geared towards the questions we've gotten. So, uh, join us about, um, What to do about pest and disease webinar. Um, Like she said in a lot of her Facebook posts, anything you're going to buy, this will be cheaper in the long run. Like any kind of neem spray or whatever for $37 to get into this webinar is going to save you money in the long run. Um, So I hope you'll join us and I hope you enjoy Erica Tucker. She's going to inspire you. I'm also going to try another play. I've been trying to drop some inspiring like green business growers because if you are getting your um i I think joe biden they i think the senate passed it so we should be getting the other 1400 bucks each uh so everybody should be getting two thousand dollars a person i talked about what mike and i spent our 600 bucks on that we already got and then when we get the other 1400 each. Holy cow. But I, you know, I heard someone talking this morning about it's a survival payment. It's not a stimulus check. It's a survival payment for a lot of people that need that money just to survive. And I, I'm disappointed in senators who are like, oh my goodness, we might give somebody who makes $300,000 with three kids, a $2,000 check. Oh my gosh. Like to them, maybe it's a stimulus check, but most of the people, I mean, what did I hear this summer when I was listening to Pitchfork Economics and the RAND report? Um, 90% of the people in the United States make less than 195000 so 90% of the people make even that little. I mean, how many people are making $300,000 that they're worried about, you know, if, they're, if that's who they're concerned about? You know, and they're already getting some other tax break, I'm sure. The point is, people need the survival check. The $2,000 survival check. So, um... Anyway. I hope maybe you'll spend a little bit of yours on helping support Patty and I. With She, she just keeps laughing. But how much are you making for your podcast, Jake? So, um, she's... She's been um great for that so join join
1: us welcome i am patty and i'm jackie and together we are
0: grow live where we answer your farm and garden questions we are here to help others grow a healthier world one question at a time one gardener at a time our goal is to help you be successful in growing healthier food and creating a
1: healthier planet. Yes, and so how you doing today, Jackie? I'm rocking today, Patty. Woo-hoo. How about you? So I'm I'm pretty good. Really. Yeah, for for what is it? Uh, end of January. We haven't got to February yet. So, what are we talking <laughs> about this week? We
0: are talking about gardeners' cabin fever in February. And I think everybody can relate to this. People have been asking questions about when can we start our seeds? Some people start them too early. Other people wait too late.
1: Yes. Well, let's find some answers to those um, hounding problems.
0: Okay. Questions. Question number one. Lots of people do not know how many seats to start or even which ones do you start indoors? I absolutely get this question a lot.
1: Yeah, this is a problem, right? Cause uh, people start the wrong things and then um, pretty soon we're growing like crazy that the wrong stuff. So let's, uh, let's try to figure some of that out here.
0: It's a huge learning curve.
1: Yes. Um, Oh, and look what I did this morning, Jackie. I went out to the uh, freezer, refrigerator really, and made me some juice out of my carrots from last year. So this reminded me that, um, I gotta take some of this, it's really good. Reminded me that uh, I need to plant more carrot seed this year, but we don't do that inside, we do that outside, so.
0: And are those apples?
1: Yes, those are apples from my apple tree, yes. And I harvested them a little green because I can't grow Granny Smith, but I want a green apple, so I harvested them a little before they were ready. And now they're a tart apple. They're great for juice.
0: So you have those stored somewhere? Those are your apples from your... Yeah, they're just in my refrigerator.
1: Yeah. So what can a gardener do in February? Wow, people are talking about planting seeds, and we want to get ready to plant seeds. And then we're going to do some checking the German, Germ, German nations on the seeds. We're going to give you a supply list and set up to plant some seeds very soon. I can guarantee it. It'll be look, look at this. I went out to the Passive Solar Greenhouse, and look, this is what's out there. Now, I can't say that it's growing. I can say they are alive. <laughs> and i am going to be eating them i hope in march so cuz they're
0: going to they, like they'll start to grow again in march once you get yeah you up? see the little
1: crown of the plant here? they they will be growing they're they're just kind of setting their living they're not doing a lot of photosynthesis we just don't have enough sun right now so that's causing us the grief right lori right. says are those mustards those are chinese cabbage So a purple and a green Chinese cabbage. And uh, I thought, I planted these, I think, in August, late August. I thought I was going to be harvesting them in October. But the sun told me otherwise. So this is what we're thinking about. Green growing plants, right? This isn't a passive solar too; It is green and growing, and it's exciting. That's
0: cute. We're
1: thinking about this, but this is what's going on. Okay, so we have the February moon, the Native Americans call it the hunger moon, and there is good reason for it, right? There is nothing growing, and our supplies are running short, like my carrots. So what are we going to do about it? Because these gardeners, wow, have they got garden fever? I could see on the internet already people are going crazy. I'm in this big group on Facebook, and they are growing seeds already all over the place, but, um, that needs to stay in the southern hemisphere and not ours, right? Because we need to think about when am I going to plant this transplant that I'm planting inside, outside, into the garden? Because uh, our frost dates control that. So we're in, I'm in growing zone three, and I, they keep trying to move it toward a four. And others in the state are in four, growing zone four. And we're in uh, the 49th parallel to give some other people ideas of where we're at coming from. So we got to think about this. Uh, the 1st of June before we can plant any tomatoes or green stuff, um, warm season stuff. So, so I'm just going to control that. Our daylight hours and stuff all help with that. So that's all going to have to be taken in consideration. Now, as we ch- move from all one environment to another, they all change, right? So it's gonna be different for the greenhouse, different for the high tunnel, different for the garden. So, but let's figure out how we're gonna get ready to plant these seeds. So first, we did this last week, right? I think everybody's got their seeds already in hand and ready to go. Now, this is important that we start with the right type of soil. So, and we need to get it dampened. And ready to go. So we don't want to plant in dry soil. That makes for a very negative experience. So here's some ideas of my recommended soils. I, I do a soilless planting media to start plants in and for pots. And I want to include microphysor, like in it. So here's an example of one that I found on the internet. And I have bought ProMix before. Usually buy that at a really, really big um, garden center, but you can see the microphysal in there. This is fungi that's gonna help our plants grow. Um, This one is my mainstay. It's one I use all the time. I just picked it up at my local hardware on sale this um, winter. And this is another one. I think this one is actually um, part of the Montana products. This is what I get for (laughs) The gardens and greenhouses, right? So these are the big bulk, and if this one is coming out of Montana too, because we try to buy as local as we possibly can. This is coming out of Flathead Lake at uh, Peak Cove. So, but we need to read the label before we buy because we do not want to have a water saver product in it, right? That water saver type product is like adding the little pellets in a diaper to your soil. Right, and they're not going to break down in the environment. They're horrible in the environment. We got to take this soil to the environment at some point, at some time. We don't want that stuff. So, um, sounds good. Don't go for it. Next, uh, ah, back to compost, compost, compost. So let's find um, some compost tea. Um, Can be dry powder that you buy, or If you have it, like I said, I put some in the root cellar, so I made sure I had some for this this event. And then I always add worm castings to it. Uh, We have worm castings available here in Montana down by um, Billings at Shepherd that you could buy in bulk if you are a bigger grower. And of course, I love buying local. So that's where I've gotten all my worm starts from, is from the local supplier. Don't forget your labels. Oh, my gosh! We have to have labels on these um uh, seats. I don't know how many times I've messed that up, and I work with students at the school. Oh, well, between them and I, oh, we can really mess this thing up. Do we have any questions uh, pertaining to any plants or uh, there was a question
0: about when's the best time to start tomatoes?
1: Yeah. We're back to this uh, frost free date, right? That you can find on the USDA's website and there's different places to figure it out. But I know mine is the first of June before I can plant outdoors. Now, as the weather's been changing the last 10 years, can I have been able to fudge on that? Sure, I have been able to fudge on that. Do I wanna risk them all? No. I I will put some out and risk it maybe if I want to really stretch it and I know the soil temperature is warm, but if I'm not that uh, ready to gamble and lose all my plants, so I don't put them out till the first of June. This is outdoors in the garden. In the high tunnel, they can go out mid-May, maybe maybe earlier if you're willing to cover inside the cover in the greenhouse in the high tunnels. Um, in a heated greenhouse, I'll hold it for game right? In a greenhouse that you're willing to go put a heater out there, we it changes everything. So I want to remind you why we want the worm castings and the compost extracts, or the compost tea, is this seedling. See it? It germinated. These are the radicals coming out. Super exciting. That germinated so fast that it was, you could almost see the thing growing. This is it a few days later. And this is a different example, but these are beans. This one didn't get it and this one did. So that soil you're buying from the store with the fungi in it, the mycorrhizal, is going to help you do this versus this. So that's why I want to remind you to look for that when you buy your product for your soil. What else? What other questions we got, Jackie?
0: That picture said it all. That photo is worth a thousand, twenty thousand words, Patty. Wow. Um, should I start all of my seeds at
1: one time? Absolutely not. <laughs> you see these little dudes? Those are radishes. And this is befriend. And those are warm or cold season crops. They come up really fast. They can tolerate frost. Um, they can tolerate the cold. In fact, most of them, kind of like kale, they just laugh at it, right? So those get planted differently. In fact, we'll talk about them in a second because some of them are going to start just for sprouts and not take them on to maturity. Yes. Is that indoor or outdoor? This is in the Sleepin' Buffalo greenhouse, but I have the same bed makeup in my high tunnel that does the same thing, just different planting date to get them to do this. In between here, I think, is carrots or something, a longer season crop, because these are gonna leave, and then we'll put something else in. So, uh, what we'll start right away here, which right away is the end of February. For me, it's probably going to be the first part of March before I even start eggplants, tomatoes, um, salary. I even think Brussels sprouts, probably I'm going to start that early, but the other stuff is going to stagger as we come along as needed. Right. Because these guys, these cool season crops grow super fast. Like if I put in my cabbages with my tomatoes in the inside, they would outgrow their pots. They'd need transplanted. Every time they do, they get through, they go through transplant shock and they're stressed. And you you would be better off to plant a cabbage seed in the soil out in the garden than to start it too early in the inside. So that's why we want to k- kind of keep a journal and some records to keep out, figure out when it worked and when it didn't work. Last year, I, I worked with another grower and she grew indoors. She had a beautiful light set up. And so she was able to grow a lot of that stuff, but some of it we started too early, some of it some of it I started too late. So just kind of depends. So that gets us back to this growing light situation. So um, most people try to grow right in the south window, which I like the south window, I put my growing lights in the south window, right? And I have to have some. Um, my friend is highly successful doing it in a dark basement. So it depends on your lights, and there's other videos online that you can find as to what lights to be buying. I use LEDs. Make sure that I can adjust them up and down You see how tall these plants have gotten here. That light needs to be high here, and it still needs to be low here. So you need to be able to move those lights up and down as the plants need them. Okay, so next we got to locate here is some plant cells and trays. And I like these kind. And you see other people use peat pots and stuff. That's really, it's all a personal preference. When I first started greenhouse work, these were six packs. This is what we call a cell, a four cell. They were six cell when I started. Well, and they figured out, well, that's not enough soil in that area for this one plug to take off and go and do what you want it to do. So I use these fours. And I'm mostly using these like for the indoor starts, right? Well, I call them plugs. And so a tomato, I might start a tomato in here. Say I start a brandywine in here. It's going to be a big plant. And within a month, it's gonna need transplanted out of this and into the next bigger size plant or cell. So we'll talk about that in a second. But you wanna have these trays. Uh, one tray has holes in it and the other does not. The spotted one doesn't have any holes in it. This one goes on top of that one. These go on top of that. And then you can water from the bottom or if you have excess water, then it's going in this tray and you can drain it off and not let your plant sit water and those are called tray liners when you look for them to find those so here's a lot of pots that um, I've used in the past I had these given to me would never do that again right these are nursery pots and I probably wouldn't even go that way anymore but I like them where they're round they're not round they need to be square Oh, well, my X is on the wrong one there we go this x should be over here okay so the round wastes you a lot of space because every round there's got all this space in between that's a lot of air space causes the ribs to dry out and it's space that i could have been growing a plant in so stay with squares there we go and i try not to go too tiny i think this is a four and a half or what they call a two and a half this is a four that's a five i like a tall four it's a taller and skinnier Gets the roots really deep and long, like especially like on a tomato or tall a trailing nasturtium. they work really good. Oh, I forgot to add a picture. (laughs) So we gotta be ready to transplant up for these tomatoes and probably the um, Brussels sprouts will need to be transplanted up if we're gonna start them early. So we're gonna go from this cell to this one or right to this one. And like a tomato loves this transplant move. A lot of other plants hate it. So you gotta kinda know your plant. Like a cabbage doesn't really appreciate it. Some plants just don't handle it well. Like your squashes, they don't handle it well. So I start a squash in this size and take it right to the garden where a tomato, I start in here. And I every time I transplant it, it gets this new surge of growth and new surge of roots that can pot, feed the plant more nutrients. And so that's why I like the tall um, four, four, four inch or tall six for the tomatoes. OK, I think we're getting close to checking off these things of what we need for our list to start. Ah. Have you got seeds? Are they all in just a big box? Or what do you got them in, Jackie? So I like to organize them. Um, that's okay. What do you got your seeds in?
0: We have a whole cabinet full of boxes and containers.
1: Uh, yeah, I used to, too. And I, I'm not a very organized person, so I decided to move toward Um, upcycling the lettuce containers that I've been buying. (laughs) Lettuce in and greens in the winter and I upscale them. And so then I I just uh, label them and use them. I'll show show you one of those in a minute. So, but I like to organize them into early. That's early that I'm gonna plant indoors, later spring. um, Those would be like our cabbages. And then the ones I'm going to plant directly in the ground. So I might end up with four I
0: different ones. Yeah,
1: it was a big help. Because then when I want to go out and uh, plant something, say it's peas, and it's the early stuff that's going to go in the ground, I've got it in one container. And I get out there, and I'm like, oh, I wanted a few radishes, too. Now i got to go back inside, try to find the radishes. So try to group those together. Woohoo, Jackie, we're getting close. You got anything more? And on-
0: it's good take an inventory we mike and i so we last weekend we went through took an inventory and then we did the seed order immediately after the inventory and last year i did go through and i broke them all up into those pretty much those three piles what's before the first frost date what's after frost date what gets transplanted and what gets direct in? yep same thing What's Perfect. our question what's the best soil to use to start my
1: seeds with I think we just did that uh, on our planning media.
0: Most people do not have a heated greenhouse to start seeds in. What do they need to know
1: in order to get set up to grow indoors? Yep. And so we just talked about that. Just make sure they are LED lights and the LEDs need to be um, for growing plants. So there's lots lots of websites or YouTubes on how to do that online. So just make sure they are LEDs.
0: Okay, I think we have one more. I do not have any compost thought out. Is there a product that I can buy to use as a seed treatment?
1: Yeah, I've been researching that. I watched some podcasts um, last week, and um, there's a really good one, looks like, out of uh, the West Coast. And I'll put a link to it in, the, in our show notes. So remember, we got to ask ourselves, when are we going to plant this thing outside? so how long do we want to babysit these things so like i used to not plant anything until the state ffa convention was over period the what the state ffa convention because i had to be at it for my job i was gone for three or four days in a row my plants would have crashed if i had planted them three or four days in a row uh, and i was gone so you got to think how long do i want to babysit these guys and am i going to be here long? for the duration to do the babysitting. So you gotta think about some of those things. I love planting ar- arugula. And so to think, when's it going in? And these are sun loving plants. They're not gonna, they're, these are the ones we are gonna start soon, which is- When do you put your arugula in though? Uh, in the ground is in the high tunnel or the greenhouse as soon as soil's thawed out. Arugula and radishes can go in um, kale, broccoli, all that stuff could go as soon as the soil's thought out. So that's going to be you monitoring it and figure that out yourself. So when that can happen.
0: You know what? I went through our journal and I was surprised in 14 years, Mike's start date was between April 7th and April 14th, almost, or out of 20 something year. I have all the way back to 1993 and I went through and almost, every year except for a few outliers like early late march early may almost every year it was april 7th to april 14th yeah and then his date after first frost was was june 4th our, our, our anniversary is june 5th
1: yes. yeah but it was June or Yeah, like
0: you're, Very cool. i was surprised at how much all that data helped us know now with certainty
1: yeah and you know it takes away some of this um reaction like we have a hot warm week for a week hey yeah let's go plant tomatoes because I don't know how many people lose them when that happens and you know sometimes the greenhouse suppliers don't have extra tomatoes to restock and uh, yeah let's try not to do that so look at that salary I just but I juiced all this and put it into ice cube trays and now I just pull out one whenever I want it Okay, so um here's some of the cool seasons like we just talked about. They can go in relatively quickly. Now I did plant some of these last fall. I think I showed you that in a picture last week. In a in a, a hot hot house, you know, inside a cold frame inside the high tunnel. And they're they're up. They're not growing, they're kinda of like that Chinese cabbage, but they will be shortly. So those guys. Three,
0: three, kale cilantro greens just for our audio listeners what's that did we read those for audio listeners that oh, it says kale yeah. cilantro and greens if they don't have access we got to make sure we read plant right. doors to greenhouse or cold frame kale cilantro green
1: yeah and then that picture i showed earlier which that won't help them but that that's what was up and growing you know so super fast and uh, what to do with these older seeds, right? I got some really old seeds. So I've been taking them out, I do germination tests on them. I like to test 10 seeds in a wet paper towel, um, fold them up, not super tight, leave them with some air and put them in a bag and then put them in a warm, warm dark place. I don't have a warm, dark place in my house. So I put them on a register in a small room and put a towel over the top of them. And I think they're going to germinate really fast that way. (laughs) You don't have to go through the expense of buying a heat pad or whatever. But you do want to figure out, are these guys still alive or not? I think the germ, the germination, and it says right on the package somewhere, it's going to say germination. And I think this one was like 95%, but that was in 2015, right? So now I got to be thinking, oh, maybe not all of those are alive. So when you pull these out and open them up next week or in three days, whenever they're going to germ, and then you can count them. while well, eight of them come are live, then my germination rate now is 80%. So when I go plant them in the ground or out in the garden, I'm going to have to plant 20% extra seeds to get the same planting rate. So we got to think about some of that. Mike so, does that to you yeah and so for those of you that really got cabin fever which there's a lot of us we make seed tapes last year i put together a workshop and we had i don't know a dozen people show up and we made seed tapes a paper towel we cut the paper towel in half so it was so we end up with these little checks you know so then we can tear them off however long our row is without disturbing the the plant tape did all my carrots that way and we'll be making some tapes for carrots here as I have nothing else to do in February because I'm not planting seeds for plants yet with that. So we'll make some seed tapes.
0: And do you just use flour and water for glue?
1: Yep. Yeah. So what do we got going on? What do you think was next week, Jackie?
0: Sorry, i got to switch screens. That's okay. How do I, do? I forgot how to do that. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. sorry. That's okay.
1: So, so we want to try to get you guys ready for next week, and so right. you're going to have to locate some stuff. Uh, how do people get more information? So for next week? Let's talk about next week first, and then we'll go there.
0: Oh, all right. Next week, we're getting our hands dirty, starting sprouts and ordering fruit trees.
1: Yeah. Can you already wait? So, but before we can plant those sprouts, you got to... Oh, my God. Them. So ready. So ready. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to locate some seeds. I'm going to go with the sunflower seeds and some peas. You can go with anything that we just talked about the kales broccoli radishes um even wheat whatever whatever your fancy is because these guys are going to come up fast we're going to eat them we're not going to be taking care of them for long periods of time we're just going to be eating them so we're going to be learning and sprouting some seeds to make sprouts and then which trees to kind of locate and give you some questions and answers on that isn't that gorgeous that, is that a pear tree that is an american Apple. plum. american plum native native bush from montana and course, white flowers is, yeah it is my rock star to draw in the bees and to take care of the native bees right we see a honeybee in here but there's native bees all throughout this bush too and so their life cycle starts with that tree so
0: Oh my gosh, I made a plum salsa this year that was so delicious. It was just, oh, so yeah. good. I made two batches. Wait, go back. It's really quick. So, you're saying people who come to our Grow Live next week should bring a handful of seeds to try? They're going to sprout their own seeds? Yep, some seeds.
1: Those Are planting trays. Bird seeds,
0: sunflowers? What's that?
1: Are those bird seed sunflowers? <laughs> Yeah, I'm going on the cheap side. They are.
0: Oh, they're my favorite. I'm that's all I'm planning. <laughs> like I'm no, gonna plant. You be do want to
1: germinate these because I've I've put them in for sprouts before and had zero zero come up. So maybe one or two out of hundreds of seeds. So they do need to be germ tested. Right, because sometimes those growers are doing weird stuff to that stuff. And then any pea, um green pea, you'll Yellow field peas and green peas are super cheap to go buy them at the farm store and just grow them. And yeah. Ten pound lentils I bought last week. Like those lentils from Timeless Seeds. Exactly. Timeless Seeds lentils. And don't we got the farrow. So next week we want to have a little planning media thought out our compost in the house. And we don't need a lot of it. Of the compost, couple tablespoons, but we need. To take I just brought them in. I'm ready? Yeah.
0: Can't wait yeah, till next so. week. I'm doing. No,
1: that's yeah, what we're gonna do. You can pre-moisten that soil about midweek. Make sure it's got. Oh work. really?
0: Okay. I got my bucket sitting next to the stove, warming up. Yep, that would be great.
1: Okay, so oh. this is what we'll be doing quickly. Aren't they cool? I think those were peas.
0: I don't have those trays.
1: Uh, Yeah, and these particular trays, those other trays are uh, two inch, two inches deep. And these are one inch deep. Now, I just, if I was you guys, I would just buy the two inch one because they're multi-purpose. You can use them for lots of things. Um, These one inch, I just use less soil. And I'm just going to get them up, harvest them, them, and then I'm going to turn that soil back and the roots and all back. If I had chickens, that's where they go, off the chickens. But I'm going to be putting mine right back in the compost and recycling on it. So if you have the two-inch pot um, trays, you could probably plant two, maybe three times in the same soil before you um, before you have to compost it. So don't forget, we are uploading these. Uh, this is what we want to plant next week. Oh, what do you got? Oh, here. Let me get out of this. Arugula, arugula. Hold on, hold on. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, show it to us, Jackie. What do you got? Arugula, arugula. Uh, Yeah. I want to plant arugula next
0: week. Can I do that? Yes, you can. Oh, and look. That's really what I want. I want that like right away.
1: N H. I have been craving spinach lately, so I'm gonna be putting some of that in.
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) All right. So have we got you excited and ready for next week? Yes. Yay. That was our goal. And as I look outside, I'm like, oh yeah, there's snow out there. A little wind. (laughs) Yeah. It is sunny. But I was I was so excited the other day. It was a day like this, warm, sunny, or I thought warm, sun. The sun's out, it's gotta be warm. And a little bit of wind, a little snow. I go to the to the passive solar greenhouse. What did I find? My water is froze solid. Like, oh, yep, it's still cabin fever time. I'm going back to the house and reorganize again. <laughs> so, we got to be thinking a little bit about what's going on outside. Go see what that soil's really doing. Yes, and those mustards too. Lori, we can plant those mustards. Yum. What else we got, Jackie? We better get rolling. Did you take, put a timer on today? I bet you didn't because I think we went over.
0: I didn't want to interrupt because you were just talking <laughs> away and showing your thing. And so I didn't. No, we're way over our time. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, oh. We want to thank Lori and Jacqueline
1: for signing up as seedlings on Patreon. Yes, yes and we highly, highly appreciate that. We. Um, we I can't that. believe it, how
0: fast <laughs> we got people signed up.
1: Yeah. Where do they
0: find the grow live recordings?
1: Uh, On YouTube for the audio, for the um, video, but for the audio, we can find that on the green organic podcast. There's gardener in that word too. What is it called?
0: So it's the green organic garden podcast, but the, Page is podcast dot com forward slash Patty, and if they go there, they can get the link to the YouTube channel. They can get the link to submit their question, and they can also get the link to the Patreon page. All organic dot com forward slash Patty.
1: That sounds like that's the place to go. Okay, where are we at, Jackie? We done? I think we should send us your questions on Facebook
0: or join us next Saturday.
1: Yeah. And next Saturday, I think we got a webinar going after the, um, after the uh, live show start at 10 o'clock. We're going to go way deeper into these pests and diseases and give you more confidence. I was on a long webinar the other night across the nation here in the United States that people need confidence. So we're going to give you some next week on a webinar
0: it's a paid webinar it's 37 dollars. it comes with a 45 minute full-on presentation followed by a 15 minute question and answer so much more in depth much more photo you want to join us live get your ticket 37 dollars. can't can't go wrong with that one yeah it'll be
1: well worth it because your your first attempt at trying to deal with these pests from a product standpoint will be cost you more than this webinar so let's grow you don't want to deal with
0: it in august you want preventative before you plant you don't want to be dealing with it in july and august when the bugs are already that was my big lesson last year lisa ziegler was laughing at me she's like no jackie you already have the bugs you have to do this (laughs) right after you plant immediately
1: yep so let's get let's get excited about that next week um We'll we'll help you get this thing I'm
0: not eating kale or losing my kale to bugs this year. Like they, I got a lot and I didn't mind the caterpillars because they were crawled off by the time I get up in the morning and I just had their bites. (laughs) If you're harvesting in the morning, you're going to have those caterpillars. I harvest in the afternoon, so I just have their bites. But I'm not going to have any bites this year.
1: Well, get your flower seeds ready. Okay, that's the last teaser. So from here on out.